0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. I am your Systems and Workflow Guide and BFF Dolly Delong. and this week we are entering week number eight of the miniseries on how to automate, the back end of your offers, opt-ins, and even bundles if you are a contributor. So I know it's been a fun little series and to quickly recap, here are the topics we have covered, which I highly recommend you go back and listen to, especially binge on if you're new here. And just in general, I really want it to help you optimize the back end puzzle pieces of your offers, opt-ins, and or bundles as a contributor. So in no particular order, here are some puzzle pieces we have discussed so far. One, how to create a landing page which converts, and that featured Ashlyn Carter of Ashlyn Writes. Two, we spoke about the importance of having optimized lead magnets and everything that goes into that. Three, we spoke about the importance of email marketing and how to start researching different email service providers if you're brand new to the world of email marketing. Four, we spoke about the importance of having the puzzle pieces of email nurture sequences set up. So just in case somebody downloads an opt-in from you or gets an offer from you, they'll know exactly what to expect in a nurture sequence, and that featured Amanda Stores. Five, we spoke about the importance of having visuals to explain to the viewer what to expect from either the opt-in or offer. And that featured Jennifer Carfora, Six, we spoke about my five different ways to promote lead magnets. Of course, you know, there are tons of different ways to promote your lead magnets and opt-ins. And I shared my top five favorite ways to promote lead magnets. And then finally, we spoke about tech stacks and how you can assess your own tech stack if you are ever going to be optimizing, again, an opt-in, an offer, or if you are a contributor as part of a bundle. And again, let me reiterate, these are episodes 44 through episodes 50. So again, I know that's a lot of different episodes, but they all build on top of each other, or let me just put it this way, they're all a puzzle piece, a back-end puzzle piece. So in this week's episode, we are revisiting the topic of Zapier because I believe you can do a lot of powerful things with this tool, especially as you start mapping out all your puzzle pieces for either your opt-ins or your offers. Now, I have a few examples I want to share with you, but before we do that, let me just share and define what Zapier is, okay? So the technical side Zapier is a software and a product that allows end users to integrate the web applications they use and automate workflows. All right. So in other words, it acts as a bridge between apps, between softwares that would normally not speak to each other. So Zapier is one, I believe it is a very robust tool out there, but it can be pretty intimidating. But at the same time, It can be so much fun to use within your own creative business. And let me just say, you can take baby steps in using them within your business. Now, you know, I am all about examples and giving you some action items. So here are three examples of how to use Zap Gear. And I'll share an example of how to use it as a contributor for a bundle. I'll share it as an example for how to use it if you have an offer. And then I'll also share how to use it if you have a lead magnet or an opt-in. So let's talk about example one. So I think example one, I think I wrote this down as an offer. So example one is for offer. So if you have an offer that you want somebody to purchase from you. All right, setting the stage. So you may want to set up a zap between your cart checkout and a Google Excel spreadsheet. So, that anyone who buys your offer from you will be zapped, their information will be zapped into a Google spreadsheet. That way you can track. Now, you can make this as complicated or as simple as possible. It's up to you, but a really, really good starting point would potentially be to have the Google spreadsheet have the first name, the last name, the email address of the buyer, the price of the offer and the name of the offer. So just in case you have several offers and you have the zap set up for all of your offers and they all go into the same, let's say Excel spreadsheet, then you can organize it by the name of the offer, all right? So why this example? Well, let's say you don't have QuickBooks set up or you don't have a bookkeeper or you don't have a CPA you are working with which, by the way, I highly recommend you find a CPA and get QuickBooks set up ASAP because from personal experience, it has helped me out tremendously. Now, I consider myself pretty good with numbers, but I'm not an expert. I'm not a CPA. I am not a QuickBooks expert, and I knew I needed to take it to the next level in order to truly understand the numbers behind my business I needed someone to hold my hand. And so that's where my CPA, Jackie, stepped in. And I have interviewed her on this podcast. But I just highly recommend like whatever industry you're in, whatever creative business you have, please consider getting a CPA. That should be one of your first hires to help you with the numbers and the back end taxes of your business. All right. That's just me stepping off of my platform of getting a CPA. All right. so. Going back to Zapier in the Google Forms. So just in case you have not taken the steps of hiring out a bookkeeper, setting up QuickBooks, or getting a CPA to help you set up QuickBooks, this is a way, like setting up Google and your Google spreadsheet with Zapier and then your cart checkout system. This is a good way to track your money. Whenever somebody purchases one of your products from you, then you know where the income is coming from, from what source or from what offer it's coming in from because you'll have it organized in an Excel spreadsheet. That way come tax time when you need to give an account for where the main sources of income are coming from, from like your digital products. You know exactly the name of the offer and the price they came in from, all right? So you can add everything up. Now this is one example of how you can set up a zap for an offer on the back end. So again, the puzzle pieces mentioned here, Zapier of course, Google Excel spreadsheet, and then connecting your cart checkout system. And then the puzzle pieces of course are your offers. So example two, let's say you are a contributor for a bundle and you have a certain product you are promoting within somebody's bundle. All right. So this is what I would recommend. You would do the backend work of cloning your product and then you set up a coupon code that directly correlates with only the bundle. Okay. So let's say you did that done and done, but what if you know that your checkout or the course platform that houses your course or template what if that doesn't speak directly to your email service provider well one way around this is by using Zapier now you can set up a zap in Zapier by simply bridging both the course platform and your email service provider together so how this looks for me is this whenever i clone a product and put a coupon code that directly impacts that product since it's for a bundle. I then go into Zapier and I set up a Zap that says, hey, from Thrivecart, because again, that's my course platform, send a Zap to Flowdesk and look for this specific segment because the segment has my specific email sequence set up that talks about the course and it talks to the new subscriber of the bundle like they are entering from the bundle. So for me, this is four different steps within one zap. And the reason why I like doing this is because one, I want the email subscriber to be put into a segment labeled XYZ bundle, for example. So I know what bundle they are coming in from because I have been a part of several bundles every year and I try to do that, scatter those throughout the year. Another reason I do this, it helps me see how many subscribers I actually gain from each bundle to assess if that bundle was even worth being a part of. So I can assess marketing for next year. So if that, let's say that bundle was to happen again and the creator of the bundle said, Hey, can you be a part of this? I can assess, Hey, Actually, I would love to. I see that 500 subscribers came last year. So yes, I would love that. And number three, the reason why I like doing this, I like the email sequence to be worded in such a way that allows the new subscriber not to feel confused as to, wait, did I buy this product? Because it was a part of a bundle. So if I word the email sequence to be, hey, you gained access to this product because of XYZ bundle, then that new subscriber, who keep in mind, if they are downloading a bunch of different products from a bundle, they're getting a lot of emails, hopefully, uh, with confirmation like, here is your new product, here is this, here is your XYZ product. And so you want to remind them in your first email that zapped to them how they came to you from, okay, and it's from XYZ bundle. So I know this type of example is more intermediate or more complicated, but again, I had mentioned that Zapier is very robust, and there is just so much you can do with it, especially as a contributor who, you might be a contributor, you might have been asked to be a part of a free bundle or a paid bundle, and you want to know, okay, how can I take advantage of Zapier on the back end? with certain puzzle pieces. So in this instance, the puzzle pieces were your course and your course platform and email service provider and Zapier. Oh, and also an email nurture sequence. So all of these are playing together, but you can see that one reason your new subscriber is able to get that product is because of Zapier. Zapier is zapping. I'm saying zapping a lot and it's kind of making me giggle a little bit. But Zapier is letting your email service provider know hey, here is a new subscriber from this, and they need to go into this specific segment, the segment or audience or group, whatever your email service provider calls it. In my case, it's Flowdesk. They call it a segment. So, hey, they need to specifically go into this segment, and then this segment needs to be triggered into this email automation series or nurture sequence. Calling all creatives. If you have an amazing opt-in offer and or you have been asked to be a part of a bundle with other creatives, which by the way is oh so awesome, but you feel stuck because you don't know what steps to take to automate, optimize, and streamline the backend of said opt-in offer or bundle offer, then listen up. You don't have to hire an integrator because I have created a step-by-step mini course to guide you through the process of putting together the puzzle pieces you will need in order to lay the groundwork of this backend process. I have created the How to Automate the Backend of Your Opt-Ins and Offers mini course because as a systems and workflow educator for creatives, I want to help you succeed as a small business owner, and I really want you to feel confident in your systems. After listening to the podcast, don't forget to head on over to the show notes and click on the link for an in-depth look at what this mini course entails. As always, stay magical with those systems, you amazing muggle you. Let me share example number three with you. So let's say you have a new opt in. So this example is all about lead magnets, all about opt ins. And let's say your lead magnet is a quiz because this is a great type of lead magnet currently. It's really popular. A lot of people love taking quizzes and finding out the results. And so this is why I wanted to use this example. So I actually use this very zap I'm about to share with you. So I have discovered that whenever I have a quiz as a lead magnet, I will usually have up to four different quiz results, and I want to make sure to not confuse the new subscriber who has clicked to find out the results because I wanna make sure they are getting the right email with the correct results. So on the back end, here's the tech stack I normally use for my lead magnets of quizzes, all right? I am using Try Interact, which is a quiz builder. I'm using an email service provider like Flowdesk. I am using ShowIt, which is my website, and that actually houses my quiz results. So I created some secret landing pages on my website. Remember, we spoke about landing pages a few weeks ago. And I've created landing pages specifically for the quiz results. And then, of course, I use Zapier, which helps try Interact, Quizzes, and Flowdesk. It helps them both talk to each other. So again, I know this is more of an advanced example, but just stick with me, okay? Person one gets result A. So on the back end of Try Interact and Flowdesk, I make sure to let Try Interact quizzes know that result A gets segmented into Flowdesk, email sequence, and result A, right? And let's say person two gets result B. So on the back end of Try Interact and Flowdesk, I make sure to let try interact quizzes know that result B gets segmented into flowdesk, email sequence, and result B, and so on and so forth. So essentially, I know I have to create four different email nurture sequence based on each result, especially if I have four total results. And that means I need to make sure I create four different zaps in Zapier based on each result between. Try Interact Quizzes and Flowdesk. Again, I know myself and I totally nerd out on things like this. And I know this example, it may have just melted a new listener's brain, especially if you are brand new and to this podcast, brand new to trying out new systems and workflow strategy. Um, I would say don't start here. (laughs) I would say start off with an easier lead magnet but I wanted to give you another robust and cool example of a way you can use Zapier for your opt-ins. There's just so many fun ways. Overall, I just wanted to share three examples of how you can utilize Zapier for your opt-ins, for your offers, and even for your bundles that you are a contributor in. Now remember, the sky's the limit with Zapier, and in full disclosure, I am still learning about it in so many ways. As a matter of fact, I even signed up for a mini, I'm calling it a mini masterclass with a Zapier expert who is Angela Tan of the Systems Rx. She's actually been on this podcast before, but now we're internet and Instagram friends. And she has been hired by me to set up a very robust um, Zap system for a specific part of my business. And I'm really, really excited about this meeting. And we're already mapping out these zaps. And let me tell you, it's going to be so cool to see it all work together. And I'll keep you posted about how that goes. All right. So I just wanted to share that to let you know that, yes, even your systems and workflow BFF needs Zapier help too. Like I love learning and I love continuing to grow within my own business so that I can not only apply it to my business so that I can turn around and hopefully educate others and apply it to my podcast. All right. So overall, I just want you to remember that you can do a lot of powerful things with the tool and software of Zapier, And that should definitely be added to your tech stack for your opt-ins, for your offers and bundles as you put the puzzle pieces together on the back end of those three items. I also hope that this encourages you to do some research yourself and to see how you can use Zapier for yourself in your creative business. Because you might decide, oh, I don't want to overcomplicate it. So you can start off small with Zapier. I know that Zapier has a plan that starts off as low as, don't quote me on this, as low as $25 a month which is very affordable. It's more affordable than hiring out a VA right off the bat. So look into Zapier because some tasks that a VA does, you can easily just have that set up as a zap and you don't have to hire out a a VA for a while, all right? So I hope this has gotten you excited about another tech tool and I hope it has not overwhelmed you that much. Remember, the whole point of this mini series is to help just peel back the curtain of different puzzle pieces you need to be aware of. And again, I am just skimming the surface. Now, if you are interested in diving into a mini course training on how to get your puzzle pieces together when you are either putting together your first opt-in or an offer, or maybe you are contributing to a bundle, I have a mini course all about it and you can find it in the show notes. Now, this is more of a time-sensitive message. If you're listening to this when this podcast goes live, I have a special offer that runs through Cyber Monday. So in this case, November 28th of 2022. So where you can get this mini course for only $37. And after that, so after Cyber Monday, the price will go up to $97. So from here until... November 28th of 2022. Head on over to the show notes and snag that special deal since this is a brand new mini course. And I'm really, really excited about offering something new just to show you all the different puzzle pieces you need to be aware of in order to better streamline and optimize either your opt ins or your offers or things to consider if you're a contributor for a bundle. So if you enjoyed this episode, I really want to know truly. So shoot me a DM and let me know which episode of this mini series you have enjoyed listening to and learning about the most. And I would also love for you to do me the biggest favor as well. So my podcast, it is about to turn one in a couple of weeks. And I would love to hear from you, the listener. And I want to know how this podcast has helped you in your creative business. So if you can, please take five minutes, head on over to the show notes for a link to leave me a voice message, and that way I will be able to hear it and share it on the actual one-year anniversary of my podcast. Now, this would mean the world to me, and so far I have a little, several different messages from different listeners and different subscribers of the podcast, and it's just so cool listening to these messages And I am just wanting to do a fun anniversary episode just featuring my listeners and sharing just what everybody has gleaned from this podcast. It would just be in the world to me. As always, I cannot wait to come back next week with another systems and workflow related tip. And believe me, it's going to be a good one. I'm really excited about it. As always, stay magical and streamlined. You amazing muggle you. I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode at dollydelongphotography.com forward slash podcast. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, and tag me at Dolly DeLong Education over on Instagram. Until next time, go make some strategic workflow magic.